This is Dr. Benny Tate, and you're listening to the Leeds Club Podcast, all about leadership, personal growth, and encouraging you in your walk with God. Our goal is simple, to help you lead like you never have before in your church, business, home, or whatever platform God has given you. Our next Lead Club session begins now. Greetings, God bless you, and welcome to this edition of our Leads Club. This is simply a club that is primarily for pastors and Christian leaders. I have been pastor now for 35 years, and what I want to do, I want to take 35 years of pastoral ministry, and I simply want to pour it into pastors, and I want to pour it into leaders. So what I try to do is I just take practical things that uh, I have learned through my leadership journey, and hopefully you can learn from my successes, probably learn more from my failures on how to be a better leader, how to be a better pastor, how to be a better Christian uh, person in a leadership position. Now I want to talk to you about something very practical in this edition. I want to talk to you on how to host a guest speaker. How to host a guest speaker. This probably a lot of this would relate to a guest entertainer, someone giving their testimony, someone uh, singing, whatever the capacity, but really how to host a guest in your church on your platform. You know, the Bible says in 1 Peter 4 and 9, it says, Be hospitable one to another. The Bible teaches us to be given to hospitality and how we should be a good host. I think it was Ben Franklin said, the handshake of the host affects the taste of the roast. So how we host people, how we're hospitable to people is so important. And through the years, here at Rock Springs Church, we've had a lot of different speakers. We've had a hundreds, hundreds of speakers in. I'm talking about Dr. Jerry Falwell, John Hagee, Jim Sembla, John Maxwell, uh, Bobby Bowden, Casting Crowns, Guy Penrod. We've had just about everybody you could possibly think of. Charlie Daniels. I know here in just a, just a few weeks, we'll be having Rob O'Neill. Now, when I say Rob O'Neill, you probably don't even know that name, but he's the member of SEAL Team 6 that was responsible for placing the three shots into Osama bin Laden's head. He was responsible. He was that SEAL Team member that killed Osama bin Laden. And we've had a diversity of speakers. And we've tried to learn how to host a guest speaker properly. See, Christianity Today said this. Christianity Today said 85% of what you learn in Bible college, you will never use in the ministry. 85% of what you learn in Bible college, you will never use in the ministry. I'm not anti-education. Certainly, I'm not anti-Bible college. But I am convinced sometimes pastors don't learn the practice. They don't learn just the everyday practical things of doing ministry. 
So I want to give you some tidbits. I want to give you some uh, things that will be helpful as you host a guest speaker in your congregation. First of all, uh, the invite is so important. The invite is so important. And I take it that the invite is certainly going to come after prayer. God's placed an individual on your heart, and you feel like you should invite that individual to your church. Now, let me say something here. Dream big. Dream big. You know, uh, early on, I made up my mind that I was going to dream big, and I was going to bring in the best, the best possible speakers that I could bring in to Rock Springs Church. So I would challenge you to dream big. When God places someone on my heart, and I want to invite that person, we do it multiple ways. We will uh, we'll send an email. We'll certainly send an email to them. We'll send a letter through the mail, and we'll also make a phone call. We've learned to just use multiple avenues. Many times I'll say, hey, I might not can get to the speaker through an email. Maybe I can just get to the speaker. Many times my invites have have came through just handwritten cards where I just wrote a card out to the individual. You know, if you get a card, sometimes you're more out to open that card and read that card. And so many of the invites to our speakers at Rock Springs Church have just been, I literally sat down and, and pinned out a handwritten card. And then, of course, it may come through a phone call. But use multiple ways to invite. And then this is what I've learned. If you really want somebody in your church you really want somebody to come and speak, offer multiple dates. See, my friend, if they're real good, they may not can come just on the date you want them. But if you want them bad enough, you'll accept the date that they have available. That may be even futuristic. But if you really want them bad enough, accept the date when they'll come. You say, but Brother Benny... The person said they would come, but it's a year and a half out. Well, this is what I'd say to you. Time moves very fast. Time moves very fast. So if you want them, go ahead and schedule them. Before you know it, the time will be here. Also, I'd say in that invite, be specific about what you want them to speak about. That's it. If they, if there's, if they have a uniqueness, share with them what you want to speak about, about, and then always express in the invite that you want to compensate them, that you want to give them an honorarium. Ladies and gentlemen, God's not going to bless a church that's not generous. God's not going to bless you, pastor, if you're not generous. Never resent what your speaker receives. Never resent that because I will promise you if you'll be generous, God will bless you. He'll bless your church. He'll bless that speaker. So share with that speaker that in this invite, an honorarium is certainly a part of the equation because it's a real honor to get a special person to come to your church. And you need to have special people. Think about it in Acts chapter 19. Barnabas was ministering at Antioch, but he saw the need to bring Paul. He saw the need for the people to hear the voice of Paul. 
And what I've learned, pastors, is many times that speaker perhaps will come with a freshness, but sometimes they'll come and just confirm what you've already been saying, but it will be confirmed because your people heard it from a different voice. So I want to say the invite is vitally important. And folks, again, dream big. You, you, you never know. Literally, we've had the Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich here. We've had presidential candidates, Ben Carson, Ted Cruz, Mike Huckabee. Dream big. Uh, shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you land among the stars. But the invite is so important. Number two, give attention to details. Give attention to details. What I'm talking about, after your speaker consents, make sure you go through the important details with them. I mean things like, what is the dress code for your church? What, what would be the dress code for your speaker? Your speaker needs to know that. You need to give your speaker a, a cell phone number in case of an emergency. He or she could have an emergency and need to contact somebody. And many times all they'll have is a church number. But they need a number in case of an emergency. Also, let that speaker know the attendance that you, you estimate. We estimate so many people being here when you speak. Also, touch base with your speaker a couple of times before the event. Just touch base and let your guests know you're excited about them coming and uh, you're looking forward to it, praying about it. So be sure and do that. So the invite is so important. Second of all, I would encourage you to give attention to details, understanding that no detail is too small. The third thing I'd say concerning being a great host is hotel lodging is the best. <laughs> hotel lodging is the best. Now, folks, I've been doing it 35 years. <laughs> I could tell you story after story about the places where I've stayed. And what I've learned, most speakers may not even come out and say this, but what they'd really prefer is a hotel. And what we ask our speakers do you have a preference concerning a hotel? Sometimes they'll say, hey, I like to stay at the Hampton Inn for this reason. I know when I travel, I prefer the Hampton Inn. You say, why do, why do you prefer the Hampton Inn? Because this is what I know about every Hampton Inn. They have a fitness room. And I exercise every day. And I know no matter what the weather is, if they've got a fitness room and they do at the Hampton Inn, I can go in there and I can exercise, so I love the Hampton Inn. And what I would encourage, I would encourage you to ask your speaker, do they have a preference? See, folks, many, many hundreds, maybe thousands of times I've stayed in homes. And when you're staying in somebody's home, you really can't be totally comfortable. You almost feel like you have to entertain them. It's, it's just better. And I believe most speakers will say to you, 
a hotel works best for me. But many times we try to save money and we put them in this home and we put them in that place. But I truly believe that God will honor the excellence. Number four, communicate transportation needs. Communicate transportation needs. Will your guests rent a car? Will someone provide transportation from the airport to the hotel? Is your guest flying? Will you pay for the flight? Provide detailed instructions for parking when your guest arrives. Make sure you communicate those transportation needs because they're so important. Number five, send prayer cards in advance. Send prayer cards in advance. And what I'm saying, when you have a speaker that's coming, just periodically you or your people, if you'll drop prayer cards and just say, we're praying for you as you come to minister to us at our church on this date. I was recently in a church in Mississippi. And literally, I received tons of prayer cards from the individuals in that church. They were just writing me and saying to me, Pastor Benny, we're praying for your health. We're praying that God will give you the messages that, uh, that we need. We're just praying for you as you come and minister to us. It just lifted my spirit. I mean, literally, it, it encouraged my heart that those people were excited about me being there. Number six, advertise effectively. <laughs> Advertise effectively. You know, I've often said when we don't advertise, it's like winking at a girl in the dark. We know what we're doing, but she doesn't. You know, somebody said he who has something to sell and goes and whispers in a well is not so out to get the dollars as he who climbs a tree and hollers. I literally have pulled up at churches and on the marquee, they're not advertising that they're having revival. They're not advertising that I'm going to be there speaking. There may be something on the marquee from two months ago. Then you get out of your car and you shake hands with somebody and you explain, hey, I'm here to preach. And say, we didn't know you were coming. We didn't know we were having revival. Oh, sad. Very, very sad. We live in a day when you, you can advertise. We, we live in a day when advertising is very affordable. You can get a Facebook page for nothing. And you can spread the message very, very quickly. So when you're having something special, advertise effectively. I want you to know, many people are now members of Rock Springs Church. But they came to Rock Springs Church simply to hear a special guest that we had. They came to hear a, a singing group. They came to hear a testimonial. They came to hear a preacher. And they just came for that special event. But they liked what they experienced. And they never left. So be sure and advertise. It's terrible when we don't advertise, when we don't promote I've literally been in churches and I would ask them while I was there, will you go out and put it on the sign that we're having something inside? Number seven, plan for audio and visual needs. 
We live in a we we live in a different day. Ask your speaker if he or she uses PowerPoint presenta- presentations or videos. Eighty nine percent of everything people learn is visual. So here at Rock Springs Church, we use PowerPoint presentations. We use videos. We use the screens. Make sure you ask that person, or, or, are you going to have some of that that you need to get to us? Ask the person, do you, do you prefer a handheld mic or a lapel mic? I speak constantly, and I don't enjoy handheld mics. I use my hands when I'm speaking. It's very awkward for me to hold a mic. So when I get to a place and I see it's, it's that, I'm very uncomfortable before I even start speaking. And it's so important that your speaker is comfortable. Here's just a, a small thing, but it's, it's very practical and very, very important. Be sure all batteries are new before the speaker begins. Be sure all batteries are new before the speaker begins. There's nothing worse than getting up and you're speaking and you can tell that your, your mic's working and then it just goes blank, just goes silent because the batteries have died that were in your mic. At Rock Springs Church, even between the services, we're changing the batteries because we want the batteries to be fresh. Number eight, provide a personalized gift basket. Provide a personalized gift basket for the speaker's room. What we do in advance, we research and we find out from our speaker, our guest, what are their favorite snacks? What are their favorite beverages? And we make sure we have those in their room when they arrive. It's so important. We make sure we go into that room. We've got snacks. We've got beverages. We've got fruit. We also try to find out when our guest is going to be arriving. And we have the temperature of the room very cool. I'll drop a note, a card from myself. It's there for our guest when they get there. I love what Tim Chester said with a meal with Jesus. He said, the focus of entertaining is impressing others. The focus of true hospitality is serving others. Hospitality is when someone feels at home in your presence. Hospitality isn't about your house. It's about your heart. Number nine. Let your speaker know the speaking time. Let your speaker know the speaking time. And what I mean by letting your speaker know the speaking time, let your speaker know roughly what time you'll be going to the platform. Roughly, this, this is the time. I mean, you can't verbatim tell to the very second, but you can say roughly you'll be in the pulpit at this time. And have a discussion prior about, you know, how, how long do you want your speaker to speak? I know that we want the Lord to have his way. I understand all that. But what I've learned, if you can get an indication of what works best in that church. 
You know, if I go into a church and the pastor normally speaks 30 minutes, I'm certainly not going to speak an hour. First of all, I don't know who's that good to speak an hour. I, I, I'm not hearing. Adrian Rogers has already died and gone to heaven. Amen. I, you say, Brother Benny, do you speak an hour? No, 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 no. I'm not that good. I tell speakers, if you're, if you're not that good and you're speaking an hour, if you'll just start speaking 30 minutes, the people will say he's getting better. And so what I've learned to do is let that speaker know what time he or she will be going into the pulpit and also let them know the framework, what the, the speaking time that really works best for your church. Because you need to understand something, folks, and I understand this. I serve as the president of a denomination, but when I go into a local church, it matters not to me the size of that church. I am under the leadership of that pastor. I'm under that pastor's umbrella. He is the shepherd of that flock. I am not. So I am under his authority in light of where God has placed him. Number 10, introduce your speaker properly. Introduce your speaker properly. And what I mean by that is get a bow of your speaker. You don't, you don't have to read the entire bow, but you can look at some of the accomplishments of your speaker. You can look at, it should be filled with positive things. I always want to lift my speaker up. I want to, if, if he's got books or he or she have written books, I want to know about those books and I want to talk about those books, but their accolades, their accomplishments. Don't ever just say, come on and speak. That's so unprofessional. No, introduce your speaker properly. Because pastors, here's what I want you to understand. If your speaker is not big to you, he's not going to be big to your people. If he's not big to you, he's not going to be big to your people. And if you don't want him to be big to your people, why have you got him there in the first place? Introduce your speaker properly. I have been in places and received terrible introductions. It's not a place for sarcasm. It's not a place for put down. It's a place for elevation. And so I encourage you to do that. Number 11, provide a generous honorarium. Provide a generous honorarium. And what I would encourage you to do is err on the side of generosity. See, there comes a time in the life of every church when the generosity of the people will be tested. And if your church is not generous, God's not going to bless your church. I say that to your board. I say that to your congregation. If your church is not generous, God's not going to bless your congregation. And when you have a speaker in, don't look at it for how cheap I can get this person. Or I'm not going to give them anything. They'd probably give it back anyway. Well, here's a thought. You pay them. The labor is worthy of his hire. And if he chooses to give it back, or she chooses to give it back, so be it. But I'll promise you, you can take this to the bank, no pun intended. But if you'll be generous with your speaker, God will be generous with you. If you're generous, God will be generous with your church. And while I'm talking about the honorarium, 
know, folks, this is something we've always done at Rock Springs Church, and I would encourage you to do. Give your speaker the honorarium before they leave. Give it to them before they leave. If they're there with you on a Sunday, don't, don't say, oh, we'll get it to you in the mail. No, no, no. Give it to them before they leave. That way they know how much they have received. Be sure and give the speaker his honorarium before he leaves. Number 12, after the event, after the event, Treat the speaker to lunch or dinner. They may not be familiar with your city. Arrange for someone else to shut down or lock up the buildings. So your guest, the speaker, he doesn't have to, he doesn't has, have to wait till everybody leaves so you can lock up the buildings. Make sure somebody else is doing that. Then after your speaker's gone, send him or her a handwritten note. Thank them for coming. And let them know how you enjoyed them being with you and with your people. And they, if they have blessed your people in specific, unique ways, you can share that. This is all I know. After traveling for many, many years, speaking many, many hundreds and thousands of places, literally, folks, I've spoken to three people in a congregation, and I've spoken to 3,000 in a congregation. And the principles of how to host a guest speaker are so important. And they're important. They're important because every pastor needs to learn them. And this is one thing I'd say to the pastors. Pastor, you know what ought to motivate you? To be gracious and kind and be a great host to your guest speaker. Because from time to time, you're going to be a guest speaker. And don't you want somebody to be a great host and hospitable to you? I thank you so much for joining us of, for this edition of the Leeds Club. It's my privilege, literally, to pour into pastors. I can't go to every church. I certainly can't go to every pastor's church who's listening to this CD. But my heart is to help pastors. And my heart is to help churches. Let me pray for you. Lord, as we bow our heads in your presence, I thank you for this time that I've had. And God, I thank you for the pastors, the Christian leaders that have listened today. I pray that I just shared some practical things that they can apply to their lives that they can apply to their churches, apply to ministry. I ask your blessing upon them. God, keep us all close. Keep us all clean. May we ever be growing. And I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for today's Leeds Club session. We hope you feel encouraged and empowered. If you would like more information or resources about leadership, be sure and check out our website at rockspringsonline.com slash leadership. Join us next time for more insights on leadership, personal growth, and encouragement. As you walk with God, we want to help you get to the next level.